The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, July 25th edition. We got an 11-game slate on tap for a nice big Monday slate to get you back into the week of action. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Enjoyed yourselves, all the sports that we had, baseball, golf, you name it, it was going on. Hope you guys had a good time with that. If you guys want to check me out on Twitter, I'm on Twitter at BDEntrick, or you can join us in the free Fantasy DGNs Discord with any questions and help you need there. Give the podcast MLB DFS Quick Hits a rate review on iTunes. That'd be great as well. If you watch the video on YouTube, give it the old thumbs up and subscribe to the Fantasy DGNs YouTube chat. That would be great also. Uh, if you like season-long fantasy baseball, that helps you with your DFS. Bench with Bubba coming at you multiple times a week, so check that out as well. But hey, 11 games. Let's get at it. Here's your totals. On this 11-game slate, you got Braves-Phillies, 8.5, Rays-Orioles, 9, Padres-Tigers, 8, Guardians-Red Sox, 9.5, Pirates-Cubs waiting on the Wrigley weather, Rockies-Brew Crew, 8.5, Angels-Royals, 8, Astros-A's, 8, Giants-D-Backs, 9, Nationals-Dodgers, 8.5, Rangers-Mariners, 8. So lots of 8s to 9s on this slate. So let's get at it. You're pitching on this slate. Your top price pitcher is Max Freed, 10-5 at the Philadelphia Phillies. Freed's been great. He's been really, really good this year. Consistent, really good floor. Not exactly the ceiling you want for 10-5. I'll be totally honest with you there. So it worries me a bit to take him here. If you want to, I get it. But I'm going to probably pass on Freed, save a few dollars at the pitching position. Yeah, Tony Gonsolin at 10-2 coming off a rough one at St. Louis. Now he gets the Washington Nationals. That might be the cure for you here. But again, you know, he's gone seven innings in two of his last three starts, but the strikeouts aren't there. He had eight Ks in one start, but three in the other. Very inconsistent with Tony G, but he gets the Washington Nationals, a team that is striking out 18.4% of the time in the last month. First ride is the 90 WRC+. Plus. So if you want to go Gonsolin, you can. Again, not really feeling the payup for free or Gonsolin on the slate unless you really, really need to. I'd rather save a few dollars. You got like Sean Manaya, 8800 bucks at the Detroit Tigers, a Tigers team that very, very hot and cold. They've kind of cooled down a little bit, striking out 20% of the time versus left-handed pitchers over the last month, 122 ISO. 118 WRC plus, so you can go Manaya if you want, but again, we can probably save even more money on this slate. Uh, Merrill Kelly at 8,500 bucks against the Giants is intriguing. He's been pretty solid this year. 19 or more points in four straight starts against the Giants. We faced two starts to go. We went seven innings, two earned four Ks. 
against a Giants team that uh, just got spanked in uh, L.A. They're striking out 23% of the time versus righties this past month, hitting 203 with an 84 WRC+. plus. So Kelly's not bad at 85. I could see that one being an option for you. Nick Pavetta's been bad, so I can't go there. But one of my favorite plays, especially for the value, Jacob Junis at $7,900 coming off the IL. He's made a handful of rehab starts. He was pitching. Actually, he made a start a few days ago in Milwaukee. But uh, he's really going to get his push now and back in the rotation. He was dominant before he got hurt. Uh, and now you get an Arizona team striking out 18% of the time versus righties, 254 average, 111 WRC+. plus. So Junis is in play. Kelly and Junis is a good one-two punch. Uh, one of them is going to have a great game, that's for sure, maybe both. So you can go those routes. Uh, Jake Odorizzi at 7800 bucks at Oakland. Odorizzi, uh, he's made three starts since coming off the IL, minus one, 30.8, 12.4. He's faced the A's twice in his last two starts, and now he gets him for the third straight time. Usually not a recipe for success, but at worst, it's going to be a recipe for strikeouts because that's what the A's will do. 24% K rate versus righties in the past month, hitting 224 with an 86 WRC+. So Odorizzi is a really, really strong play at 7800 bucks at the Oakland Athletics. I'd love to say Aaron Ashby against Colorado. He's just been so inconsistent right now in a tournament. I get it. I'd rather go JT Brubaker against the Cubs at 7400 bucks, depending on the weather, of course. See what see what Wrigley looks like. It could be nasty, but you know, JT is putting up some really, really strong numbers, especially for the price point of 7400 bucks. Now you get to face the Chicago Cubs, who are striking out 24.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching this past month. So JT Brubaker at 74 uh, is in play for you. Chris Flexen at 72. I guess there's a total slate of just like pick your poisons with punts. So you can go flex if you want. Um not in love with it, but I can see the appeal to it. Uh, Noah Syndergaard's another guy. Had a rough outing against Houston his last time out with the previous two starts, 20-plus points against Miami on the White Sox. Now you get a Royals team that's banged up, and they're striking out uh, 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching this past month. So, you know, Syndergaard for 7K. I get it. I can see it. Keegan Thompson, again, if the weather's good in Wrigley, Keegan Thompson coming off a brutal start against the Mets, but was pitching really well in his previous appearances to that. It's Pittsburgh, who we know you can strike out at will. They're striking out 24% of the time versus righties the past month in 229 with a 96 WRC+. plus. So Keegan Thompson could be a very nice value for you. And then Austin Voth, if you're feeling really frisky at 57, he is a boomer bust pitcher. There's no sugarcoat in that, but the price point to face a race team is striking out 24% of the time versus righties. I can see the appeal. So you got your two guys up top over 10K, Freed and Gonsolin. I prefer Gonsolin over Freed. Not really wanting to go to either, to be honest. You can make arguments for Manaya, but I'd rather have Merrill Kelly at 85, Jacob Genus at 79. Odorizzi should be the chalk on this slate at 78. He's a really solid play against the A's at 7,800 bucks. I like JT Brubaker at 74, as long as the Wrigley weather is not like crazy, crazy. So that's a fun spot there. And then you can make arguments for Syndergaard and Keegan Thompson. I prefer Keegan Thompson over Syndergaard and Austin Voth if you're feeling really frisky. So pitching's bad on this slate. It's really bad. I'm writing the Baseball HQ Daily Matchups article, uh, filling in for someone else uh, for Monday, and I already kind of made a list of the pitchers I have to talk about, and it's not pretty. Like, usually there's a handful of aces you can discuss. There ain't much on this slate, as you can tell by the pricing. you got two guys over 10 k and then it drops to 8800 bucks. It's brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. So lineups and weather could help dictate a lot of things on this slate. Long ways to go when it comes to the pitching on this one. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. 
Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Let's check out the bats on this 11-game slate. You'll have tons of options. Wilson Contreras against Ranger Suarez at 51 if you're paying up. Will Smith for the Dodgers. Dodgers will be in a great stack against our buddy Espino of Washington. Mr. Pitch to Contact gets shelled Espino at 5100 bucks. So Will Smith could be another option for you there. But if you want to save in the catcher's position like we tend to do, Eric Haas at 45, not a massive saving, but saving from the top guys against Manaya. Haas has a ton of power, especially versus lefties. So that could be an option for you. Um, if you think Aaron Ashby is still going to struggle, Elias Diaz at 41 is in play. Cal Raleigh at 39 versus Otto is not a bad look either. If you want to save even more money, though, the low threes into the uh, 2K range, you got like Joey Bart in a tournament against Merrill Kelly. Like I like what Merrill Kelly's been doing lately. In a tournament, I can see a Joey Bart argument for 3000 if you really need to. If the weather's very hitter uh, beneficial in Wrigley, Jason Delays been getting a lot of playing time for Pittsburgh. He's twenty eight hundred dollars. He'd be another guy to look at if Christian Betancourt makes the lineup for Tampa Bay. He's twenty four hundred versus Austin Both. That's a really strong value. So keep him in mind for you as well. First base position for you here, Freddie Freeman at sixty two. The Dodgers. It's great because we can play Dodgers tonight because the pitching's so bad. You can just punt pitching and play the Dodgers, and it's probably gonna be the chalky builds of the day. But uh, great spot versus Spino. So Freeman at sixty two is great. Don't mind Shohei because Granky sucks. So Shohei at 59 can be fun as well in those matchups. Uh, a few cheaper plays, though. Um, you know, Ty France, sure, if you need to, but I'd rather go down a little bit cheaper to like Derek Hall versus Freed in a tournament at 39. I could see that appeal. Uh, Brandon Belt against the Merrill Kelly at 36 is very, very juicy as well. Same with Nathaniel Lowe versus Flexen at 3400 bucks. So a couple cheapies at the first base position. Frank Schwindel, if the hitting is conducive, against Brubaker at 3K. I could see that. If you want to fade the chalk that will be Jake Odorizzi, Seth Brown is a guy at 2900 bucks. They great play versus right-handed pitching in tournaments because he's boomer bust, but really gets his gets his rocks off versus right-handed pitching. So a guy like Seth Brown at 2900 bucks versus Odorizzi, who could probably be chalk, is very appealing. Jared Walsh at 27. He's been struggling, but had a decent week last week. He's 2700 bucks versus Granky, so that could be another value for you. Other than that, like Nick Prado at 23 versus Syndergaard is another strong. And Prado's got speed, so we know he can run on Syndergaard. So if Prado can get on, he's been hitting really well since he got called up. Uh, get on, steal a couple of bags at 2300 bucks. That's an extreme value with Mr. Nick Prado. Second base position for you here, um, you know, Simeon versus Flexen, not too shabby. But Jose Altuve is 19th home run of the season on Sunday. He's 5K versus Aller. That's a really good spot. The Astros are another great stack. Dodgers are probably number one on this slate, but Altuve and the Astros is another really good stack against Aller from Oakland. And, uh, yeah, very good look there. Jake Cronenworth, you can go Padres versus Hutchinson. Don't mind it at 4900 bucks. Just that ballpark's not conducive to a ton of power. So remember that when you're stacking things up, you're going to need a lot of action from those Padres bats. Um, lower 4K, if you want to keep fading, Nick Pavetta, which has been very beneficial of late. Andres Jimenez of Cleveland is 4200 bucks. Cleveland could be one of that sneaky stacks because if Pavetta continues to struggle, 
uh, you can get some Cleveland action, and most people won't have any Cleveland, so that could be a really, really interesting spot to attack on this slate. Uh, cheaper plays, cheaper plays, below 4K. Uh, you got the likes of Luis Urias from Milwaukee, second base, third base at 36 versus Freeland. That's definitely going to play Ramon Urias of Baltimore, second base, third base at 35 versus Kluber. Um, Adam Frazier, we've been talking about him a lot before uh, the weekend. He's second base outfit eligible for Seattle. He's running like a nine or 10 game hitting streak right now. He's 2,900 bucks for his auto. Really good value with Adam Frazier. It's good cash game value as well. We love Jonathan Scope versus lefties. I know he's had a down season, but going against Manaya at 26 is good value. Really wish there was some pitching on this lake. So we found some fun value at the first few positions already. Third base, J-Ram at 6K is juicy because Austin Riley is a great play at 58 versus Rangers Suarez. I think everyone's going to pay up for the Dodgers. So you might get a very low-owned J-Ram tonight at $6,000. That's enticing. Machado at 55 is not bad. Bregman is swinging a very hot stick. He's 4700 versus Aller, so you can go that route as well. Really good look there uh, for Briggs and Houston. Uh, cheaper plays, though, if you are fading Glenn Otto, Eugenio Suarez at 44 makes for a very good tournament play because most people only put him in a lineup for his left-handed pitching. Put him in there against Glenn Otto at low ownership. If he goes ding-dong city, you're sitting pretty. Uh, I mentioned Luis Urias and Ramon Urias, second base, third base eligible, 36 and 35, respectively. Uh, see what the Giants lineup looks like. You might get VR at 2800 bucks against Merrill Kelly. That could be a cheapie for you as well. Uh, Duran's back is Eagle Duran's back for the Texas Rangers. So if you're stacking Texas versus Flexen, he could be a value for you too. Shortstop position, Trey Turner is a great play at 58. Phenomenal play. But so is Corey Seager, who went deep again on Sunday. I think it's like 23, 24 home runs. He's 5,600. You got Danzy Swanson at 52. Marcus Simeon. The 5K range is awesome. Even uh, Willie Adamas, who will get overlooked at 5,100 bucks. Like all really good plays. I prefer Turner and Seager, but all of them have some really good arguments. If you want to play the ownership, you want to play in the stacks. If you're just playing one-offs, though, it's Turner and Seager for me, if you're paying all the way up. That's pretty simple on that one. But if you want to save Jeremy Pena, I think his 14th home run of the season on Sunday, he's 4,700 versus Oler. He'll get overlooked at the shortstop position. Again, if you're stacking Houston, Pena could be a nice uh, lower-owned piece of that Houston stack. Um, Hung Sung Kim at 41 versus Hutchinson. If you're stacking San Diego, I get it. Otherwise, he's not a, a must-play for me by any means. Uh, and as usual, shortstop, very top heavy. Outfield position for you here. Yon, uh, yonder, uh, yeah, Jordan Alvarez at 6300 bucks. He is day to day. If he's in the lineup, awesome play versus Hall, uh, Aller. Uh, Otani mentioned him earlier at 59, like that as well. But uh, Juan Soto could be enticing because people might go to Gonsolin because it is the Washington Nationals they're facing. So Soto at 57 could get some super low ownership. But Betts is a great play at 54. He should be more expensive on this slate. Chris Bryant has his fifth home run of the year on Sunday. He's 51 versus Ashby. Uh, Kyle Tucker at 48 is a good value for Houston. He should be more expensive, so that's a good spot to target as well. Uh, cheaper plays. McCutcheon is on fire. Now he gets a lefty Freeland. He's 4,500. That's very enticing. Again, if the weather is nice and Ridley for hitting, Ian Happ at 44 against Brubaker is not too shabby. In tournaments, Jock Jams versus Variety at any time in tournaments is good. He's 43 versus Kelly. Only in tournaments, though, because uh, Kelly's been actually pretty good, so give him respect. Again, if you want to fade Odorizzi, you mentioned Seth Brown at first base. Ramon Laureano at 51. I love what Laureano's doing, especially in tournament considerations. It's Laureano at 41. Hunter Renfro on fire. He's 4100 bucks versus the lefty Freeland. That's a really good play uh, for the price point against the lefty Freeland. Renfro loves lefties, and he's just mashing, period, right now. So a good spot there. Sed Mullins at 4K versus Kluber. Don't hate that in tournaments. It's a little bit of a value. Sed Mullins is usually closer to 5K, not 4K. So that's a fun one to target as well. Uh, mid 3Ks and below. 
Stephen Kwan's been very, very productive. Had a big week, and he's 3,500 bucks versus Pavetta. Uh, Leody Tavares is only 35 versus Flexen. You guys know the drill. Um, this is Team Tavares over here. Uh, Austin Slater probably still leading off for the Giants. If, if Well, maybe Lamont Wade versus the righty, but Slater's been hitting really good even versus righties. So uh, Austin Slater at 33, probably in a stack more than anything. The Franimil, Franimil Reyes at 32 in tournaments. I can see that. Um, below 3K now. I mentioned Adam Frazier. He's 2,900 bucks, second base outfield. If Chaz McCormick's in the Houston lamp, he's 28. That's a piece of value. Uh, Trace Thompson is swinging a really good back for the Dodgers. If he's in the Dodgers lamp, he's 2,500 bucks versus Espino. That's a fun one. He's but he's in a platoon, so see if he's in there first before you get too excited. But uh, lots of ways to go. Like Jake Lamb might be in the Dodgers lamp. He's 2,200 versus Espino. He could be another cheap piece of the Dodgers if you're uh, so inclined for that kind of thing. All right, recapping the pitching on this wonderful slate. You can, there's Freed and Gonsolin up top. I prefer Gonsolin over Freed. Don't really want to go to either one if I don't have to. But on this slate, those are your options. I can see the arguments from Anaya at 88, but I'd rather Merrill Kelly at 85 or Jacob Junis at 79 in that matchup. I think both have very, very good uh, options there. Oda Rizzi's going to be the chalk. It's a great spot for Oakland at 700 bucks. Third time straight facing him, though. He had no runs the first time, three runs the second time. Facing major league players over and over again, no matter how bad the team is, is never a good thing. So uh, Odorizzi's interesting. Could be a fun place to fade him, but uh, should be very chalky. I like JT Brubaker at 74 if the weather's okay in Chicago for pitching. Uh, cheaper place, Syndergaard's not bad at 7K. I like Keegan Thompson again if the weather's good in Wrigley at 68. Um, other than that, though, like Glenn Otto at 65, maybe Austin Voth at 57 if you're getting really frisky. It's a rough slate. It's a rough slate for pitching, and that just tells you all you need to know because you also have weather to worry about in Baltimore, Philadelphia, Boston. Chances of rain in all three of those places. So giddy up on that one. If you're looking to stack things up on this slate, Tampa Bay versus Austin Voth is very much in play. If you so choose, I think Cleveland is sneaky versus Pavetta. That's a fun spot to go. Don't mind the Padres versus Hutchinson. Just know the ballpark. Obviously not conducive. Watch the Wrigley weather. I've said it a million times. You guys probably hate me by now, but something to think about. Um, I don't mind Milwaukee versus Freeland. I think there's some nice value to be had there. The Giants against Merrill Kelly is such a coin flip because Kelly's been very good. We've also seen the bads, so that's interesting. Uh, Houston versus Aller is a great stack, probably the second-best stack on the slate outside of the Dodgers versus Espino. So, uh, yeah, lots of ways to go. There's going to be tons. of You can almost stack a piece of almost every game on this slate because pitching is that bad on this slate. But uh, that'll do it, folks. 11-game slate in the books for you here. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDentric, or you can join the free Fancy DGens Discord. Again, if you give the podcast a rate review on iTunes, I truly would appreciate it. Or if you're watching it on YouTube, give it the old thumbs up. That would mean a lot to me as well. But uh, good luck on Monday, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow night to get you ready for your Tuesday action. But this was MLB DFS Quick Kits, your Monday, July 25th edition. I'm out.